Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. Our opening song features Reach for the Stars from Cyclone's new album, Showtime, available on all music stores and platforms. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are servants of the new age, the time of prophecy, the time of the ascending sixth sun. We are a platform for alchemists and multidimensional souls. We connect with many planes of reality and assist the awakening journey. We are pure light, transmitters of high vibrational light out into reality. Our shows are held on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or you can use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash P-U-R-E-C-O slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com and include the phone number you'll be using to call the show. All of our podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Danny and welcome everybody to CView. This is and um, thank you everybody for joining to CView Quantum Necum to our second interview out of three with published author and channel of animal consciousness Sandra Mendelssohn. This is part two of our conversation that we started on Friday based on her book two Animal Insights for Everyday Living recently released a compilation of daily animal wisdom on topics that concern us now. On Friday, as you know, we started a conversation on insights received from the animals and animal consciousness on different topics of relevance for humanity. Please replay the first interview so you can get hold of the messages delivered on topics like health, war, energy, intention, love, compassion, and so on. I love how energy works. You see, our brains are wired for novelty. We know this because we pay attention to every stimulus in our environment that feels threatening, entertaining, or out of the ordinary. This has always been a wonderful advantage. In fact, our survival as species used to depend on this aspect of brain development. But now, the earth and all life on it has changed. Nothing is as it was anymore. And we were reminded of a message found on the sequel book from Emmanuel to Sandra saying, animals cannot reveal all in a moment, but show us a snippet of their world as it would be too much for us to digest. Understand that animals are intelligent, intentional beings with a complex understanding of energy, behavior, and the purpose of life. So we were kindly reminded of this fact and we were forced to divide our interview in not only two, but three parts with a follow-up interview on June 10 at 12 p.m., put it on your calendar, to cover an hour long on the topic of animal insights on growing older and what comes after. 
As a channel of animal consciousness, Sandra brings forth messages from the animal kingdom for the benefit of humans. She has channeled close to 90 or even more species over the past decade. She is a published author of four books and a pack of animal message cards. We walk beside you books one and two, which is for grown-ups, and The Secret of the Animals for Children's book one and two. Please contact Sandra directly at her website, www.smendelson.com. And now let's bring Sandra and continue to on our very important communication and topic. Hello, Sandra. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for such a comprehensive, lovely introduction. Uh, Thank you so much. Always great to talk with you. It is. It is so much fun having you here. And just let's just let uh, energy and the animals and all everything that is supposed to happen to happen today during our conversation. And thank you so much for being the voice of the animals. Well, I'll tell you, they uh, they show up when they want to. <laughs> At the beginning, you know, years ago, it was every night and. Um, I, uh, when it's, you know, animals blather on needlessly. When they have something to say, they say it. So um, today, because there's been so much change uh, in humans that we cannot see, but the animals can, uh, meaning the changes on the, um, in our internal environment um, over the last few years, and what starts in the internal then eventually manifests in the external. So um, I have mostly channeled horses, elephants, and birds. And as I mentioned in the previous interview, birds are the communicators across the entire animal kingdom. So they, they fly everywhere, they see all, and they transmit information that other animals act upon. And horses and elephants are two of the three species that do the most incredible energy work on this planet, which isn't to say that other animals don't, but um, specifically horses, elephants, and also whales um, do tremendous work to help. Um, work with us as well, individuals helping us awake. So the first um, thing I'd like to share um, is from two horses. The first one is what is going on in the human emotional body right now? There is a huge purging that's going on. So there are many of us who are flushing out emotions. This is from a horse named Hugo for ourselves and for all. You will know you are doing this when extreme emotions seemingly unrelated to your now moment turn off and on like a light switch. This is extremely tiring work, and all of you who are doing this must be commended. The animals, both domestic and wild, know about this work that you're doing and will really show up for you with extra patience, affection, and show of support. And faith is of the utmost importance now because you cannot see where you are going and you cannot witness the difference you are making in the collective consciousness and its vibration, which is rising. So that is hopefully going to be of some uh, comfort to people that have been going through crazy, uh, hard to understand emotional swings that um, with, you know, dread, fear, anxiety, uh, sadness, that you really can't connect with something in your life. So please know that um, these uncomfortable feelings are purging from you, and you are also helping purge the collective. Um, and then there is a horse named Honeybee who shares even more perspective. She said, there are more, you know, now, yes, these are especially challenging times, and that is why there are so many humans who are discovering that they are light workers. Um, they are here now because they are needed. Uh, now, as I mentioned, also animal light workers. We are never alone. So um, there are both human and non-human light workers helping us all and helping the planet. She continues, 
But even for those of you still unclear on your reason for being, kindness, softness, and respect for all life are critical in shifting the planet at this time. Also, also, unwavering optimism and joy are so central to the picture to return the earth to its wholeness. You know, we always say, how can you laugh and sing when it seems you are surrounded by so much darkness? And according to Honeybee, that is how you shift the vibration and you also shift the illusion that we all buy into. Staying open and dropping all expectation is also vital. And finally, she said something interesting. Try to loosen the ties with your body. In other words, don't allow what goes on in your body to dictate your mood. Now, this we know that this can be challenging, and I can certainly speak to that. But she said, it is your vessel. Yes, but your presence exists not just within it, but all around it, much bigger than the form itself. Picture yourself floating as a glowing sphere that is so much larger than your body. Because that is who you are and how you are operating on the planet. And especially when our bodies are going through trials, uh, we tend to think that we are confined within it. But the imprint we are making is always energetic. We have to keep reminding ourselves that we are beyond our body. Um, so that's from some insights from the witnesses right now on, uh, you know, purging the human emotional body and all the light workers that are helping us and the need for, you know, staying open, loosening ties with our body, remaining optimistic. So elephants went on to talk about this great shift that's going on and saying, Old, old ways are crumbling across the planet. Women and female energy are an immense force in facilitating this change. We know this because we get our news from the web of life, not the media, which is clouded with untruths. And many of you may refer to the web of life as the field, um, quantum field. Um, the animals have never lost their connection with that. Some, some humans are beginning to regain our, our connection with the field. Um, but we've been living in the life of the mind for so long that uh, it's refreshing to hear from the animals who can receive information from it so easily. Uh, they continued, um, our communication system tells us the facts about the internal world, what's going on in thoughts, feelings, and awareness as well as the external world of events. The internal world is where the changes, the exciting things occur. In time, the outer world then reflects the inner. We remind you to focus on seeing only with your internal eyes. This takes great discipline and can only be accomplished by tuning out of the illusory, illusory landscape around you. For example, any quote real or reality programming. Tuning out of that is, is important because it is an attempt to convince you of a reality that is no more. But we keep seeing it in the media and we believe it. Pull into yourselves and your own hearts. Avoid mass events and even take breaks from friends. Think of yourselves as growing energetically inside a cocoon because you are Set aside time each day to see all that you want for yourselves, for animals, and Mother Earth. And keep letting go every day of energy, thoughts, beliefs, emotions that tether you to old ways of thinking and behaving, which are disintegrating. Even if you feel that you are only imagining it, we assure you that it is working yourselves this way as Mother Earth cleans herself constantly. Again, there's the animals are bringing us the report from the inside, the things they know are occurring across humanity globally. And so the best way for us to tuning out the drama on the external, pulling into our own hearts, avoiding 
the energy of mass events if we can, and constantly reminding us you know, ourselves, you know, to bring light. You know, imagine light coming into your body and then releasing everything that doesn't serve you. It, it, it's so simple. You don't have to make it fancy. The animals always simplify everything. Um, but just constantly, you know, after you've had a conversation, an interaction, after you've been on the Internet, you've gone shopping, you've been in stores, you've been on the highway, this constant, you know, in with light, into yourself and releasing. And you'd be surprised how incredibly effective it is because it prevents the stuff from building up to the point where you feel horrible at the end of the day. Claudia, I don't I know you know what that's about, correct? <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, if I was thinking on that is like um, when we are in that process of always releasing and always releasing, and um, we as humans tend to say, "And when are we going to ever be finished?" And have <laughs> the animals ever told you if we are ever going to be finished, or is this fun of being? You know. Evolution happens at its own rate. And the thing we have to always remember, and the animals will get into that in a, in a little bit, remember you are connected to all of humanity. So even if you've been clear, you've been clearing yourself, you feel so connected to all that is, remember you are connected to all the humans that are as well. So it's not like, you know, striving for the goal, right? The path is the goal. This constant cleansing is a function of humanity is at right now. The need to clean our, clear ourselves of that. So that, you know, I, I want to get into that in, the, in, in a little bit, a little bit further down the pike here. Um, I'll go into some more detail about uh, what the animals have to say about energy and why it's so important for us to pay attention to that. Um, so I'll get into that in just a little bit. But um, in addition to what the horses and the elephants has, have suggested, um, I also heard from a heron, and I thought this stuff was also so helpful for us because, you know, we're all struggling um, with focusing on the good. So here is what the heron said. Um, you know, we press to get the attention of those who need beauty in their lives because they are living in their minds where they have not put any beauty. Only fear, worry, and negativity are found there. We want you to access positivity and your ability to see beyond what is in your now. Doing this, you're drowning in a sea of doom. You must see the earth and all living creatures rise and emerge from this darkness. So what to focus on? Strive for unity in your own home and your own life, and it will spread. Don't wait for external change. You remind yourself daily of your own goodness, not your flaws, so that your goodness expands. We do not focus on our own families and community. You humans were not designed for what you concentrate on, situations you cannot help or change. Follow these words, follow or lead, and your happiness and survival strength will grow. So, you know, they, they always have this ability to pull us into where we can affect change because that's what they do, you know, even in energy work that they do, the elephants. They've even told me they only focus where change is possible. It's fascinating. So, you know, they touched on the negativity and the fear, the gloom, and I so uh, we've talked about this. You know, people are so afraid there may be a world war. And uh, I wanted to share what, the, you know, in particular, our leaders here, if you will, the horses and the elephants have to say about this topic right now. Starting from the first thing, he said, yes, the surface is very grim. The war, destruction, death, and displacement of so many humans and animals. But behind the scenes, and under the stage, the groundswell of new life and the new earth is heavily underway. Many beings, human and, other, and non-human, are doing energy healing work. And new 
alternative technologies and healing modalities are appearing. And there are so many beings overnight, whether in the etheric, that are working on human consciousness when we sleep and there is no resistance. Humans are shifting and the animals see it across the globe. And as he said, that is why we know that everything will be okay. And again, this is something humans can't see. You know, how come the animals can? I wish I had all the answers. Uh, Again, not living in the life of the mind. But they see how we are shifting because of all the light workers, because of all the, the etheric beings that are working on us while we sleep, whether you believe it or not. And then an elephant, a matriarch named Tokwe, came in and said, we tune into the human landscape and see the slow progression, but it's in forward motion toward the light. Nonetheless, the balance of power is shifting. Again, this is something you cannot see, but we can. Those not of the light are resisting, so they make a bigger noise, appearing to retain power. Falsehood, my dear. It is such a shame you humans cannot see this except for a very small number of you. Events will take a turn for the good that surprise you. We can tell you there will not be a world war or mass destruction as many of you fear. The light quotient is rising too fast. This has never happened before in history. Tell everyone to see peace reign in their minds every day. I thought that was really powerful. You know, that elephants have the ability to talk about the light quotient. We can read about it. And some people are posting, you know, what is the current light quotient? You know, dark light, who's winning if you, you know, what, what the balance of power? But the animals just keep coming through with reports, you know, saying the light is winning. Even if you can't see it. <laughs> so, again... You know, the animals know this because they are energetic beings. So are we, but they know that they are. And they keep coming through, reminding us the importance of paying attention to energy. Not for for everything, for healing, for peace of mind, and to remain independent and be able to hear our own inner guidance. So I have a channeling from a lion and a donkey um, that really hone in to why it's so important to pay attention to energy and how to do it. From a lion, humans do not see the truth of our, about our existence. Energy is number one. This understanding is the root of our power. We teach it as a fundamental to our offspring, how to read it in potential prey, other beings, the wind, and the earth. Basically, ours is an energy school. It is a pity that humans are never taught what affects them most. You would do well to tell others that if they make no time to distinguish between what is their own energy versus another's, that they are absorbed, even unconsciously, that they cannot hear their own guidance or step fully into their own power. Why? Because they will be feeling sensations and emotions that are not theirs, but they believe them to be, especially from those with whom they are closest. So if you haven't already had that experience of, okay, wait a minute, you know, I felt really good, and then I was with so-and-so, and then I had a lump in my throat or anxiety, it, it's never too late to start paying attention to to how you feel before and after a contact. It could be online. It could be on the telephone. It isn't to separate you from others. It is simply for you to know what is you and what is not you and you all with compassion because everybody's in the same boat. Everybody is subject to energy from from others. So making time to, to note how you feel after interactions, um, you know, as the animals have said, if your throat tightens, if your stomach hurts, if you have all of a sudden your words are muddled or, you know, you're, you get a headache or you're having a 
hard time thinking clearly. This is your body telling you that these are other people's emotions and energies, um, not yours. And um, kind of active with this is, is something from a donkey named Elsa. And she said, I can speak for all of us here. We have healed here, and others have too. She's at a beautiful farm in Florida. She said, humans must see that where they go matters now more than ever. They must always check in and ask if, as I said, their heart, their stomach, their throat, or their head hurts when they enter a certain space. Do they feel tight? Healing places make you feel flowing, calm, happy, and loose in your body. So notice how all of your tight and aching parts feel when you are in a healing place. Now you must all begin to notice yourselves more and more more, and how you feel moving from one location to another, right? You say people, places, and things. Well, these are really great ways to just notice. Just notice. You don't have to read books or make it complicated. But noticing, paying, just stopping and saying, how do I feel right now with this person in this place? And that is a, a really, really critical step in, in retaining your own autonomy so that you know if you hear something in your head or you get this urge you know whether it's really coming from you or whether it's adulterated by by emotions and energy you picked up. You know, we all want to say, we, we all know our answers are within us. We just want to hear them clearly. So getting rid of the interference um, is the key. Is that not true, Ms. Claudia? Now I'm here. And Sandra, I, I'm wondering about um, this energy awareness does it also happens between them between the animals that they have uh, that need of getting away from certain animals because their energy is not the way they want to be or purging after being with the maybe when the lions are with the, a lot of lions they think I, does that also happens with them i wonder it's um, there's there's no judgment in the animal world. Many of them have told me, from pigeons to all kinds of other animals, they know when they need to go off and be alone. They recalibrate themselves. So it's just a part of life. You know, you'll see a wolf alone. You'll see a wolf in a pack. You'll see a bird alone. You'll see a bird in a flock. It's very fluid with them. It's like they are so in tune with what they need energetically that they just will go off and recalibrate it isn't like oh I have to get away from that other lion at least not the way they've communicated it to me um, and I, I wholeheartedly believe that this is true because energy is number one not accomplishment as it is in our world um, from the moment of birth or probably even before birth animals are so they learn from their parents and their mothers all about energy it's it's like breathing so when they need to go off they do when they need to rejoin the group refreshed they do just like no judgment no problem and Sandra, i remember in one of the posts one of the animals were was talking about how you you should be able to recalibrate your own energy, but if you need to have a healing to search for someone in to help you with that. Yeah, that's actually the the next section that I'm going to get into. Specifically, that was talking about illness. That was talking at which animals call only call healing crises. They don't call it illness. Um, and so thank you for that segue, <laughs> because I can I can get right back into that. You know, so many humans are dealing with illness right now that I'd be as if I didn't share um, what the elephants, uh, it's not just elephants, but I've got elephants, horses, lions, and ostriches with really wonderful perspectives on, on health and healing here. So um, this 
uh, I did cover in, uh, I'm not sure where we got cut off in the first um, uh, conversation, but I'm going to start with an elephant um, and then and then move forward to the other animals. So this is what, what she said. Ah, uh, the human healing crisis. We do not use any other words to describe the times when you are physically and emotionally challenged. We experience them as well, but not as severely as humans. We expect them, we do not fear them, and we always envision ourselves on the other side of them, beyond the challenge. So this is how you can best navigate them as we do. And you know what? These may seem like very, I mean, this is me talking, very simple, obvious points, but trust me, when you are going through a tough time, it's so easy to make some blunders, especially number four, I'll get to that. Um, that really work against us. So the animals know how to pay attention in order to facilitate their healing. So here's what they suggest. Number one, keep your life as normal as possible. We know we humans sometimes tend to cut things out that we still could do because we're, we've labeled ourselves as ill. Number two, Add more things that make you laugh. Number three, visualize yourself every day as already fully healed. Again, easy to forget that one. Might be a good thing when you get into bed or first thing in the morning and last thing at night, visualizing yourself as fully healed. Number four, easy to slip up on this one, especially when someone asks you how you're feeling. Do not talk about your issues. Your cells are listening, and they will assume the form that you speak about. Number five requires some attention here. Plan all the activities that you can still do. Write them down in a list and put them into your schedule. Number six, spend your time. Make sure you spend your time with your friends and loved ones. Focusing on being with them gets you out of your we never walk alone. I mean, I actually know of an elephant who broke his leg. It took three years until he could walk on it again. Trust me, he never was alone. And number seven, do not question the why. Sometimes these trials are actually protective and you will not understand how until much further down the road. The creator's wisdom stretches far beyond what we can So that is the first one. That is from an elephant. And now for a totally different species from an ostrich. And I couldn't understand why an ostrich was thinking about this. And so I did some online searching. And apparently they're quite flexible in how they live, where they eat, where they will travel, who sits on their eggs. So I guess this is why they came through talking about how we need to be flexible with both our attitude and our time in order to heal. Flexibility is of utmost importance for recovery, especially in two areas, your attitude and your time. That is your attitude. Uh, well, the more unflexible, inflexible your thinking, the more you slow your healing. I can't, it's terminal, uh, I'm stuck with this, it's never gonna change, I'm old. Those are very rigid comments and to, to make to yourself and your body's listening. Regardless of what anyone tells you, you must see your body as a regenerative energy machine, always creating the new. And your time. You need to devote more of it to the care of both your mind and body. Again, putting it in your schedule, even if you're still working. Stillness and laughter are central to the healing process. Time and nature, you already know, is medicine in itself. But you must make space for it separate from any health treatments you might be receiving. These may seem obvious, but are especially important for those of you who are still up and about and keep pushing yourselves too hard. You must let your body and your energy heal and take the lead or you will keep going backward. And we humans are so addicted to doing 
that we don't even know when we're pushing too hard. You know, it could be such a slight little amount, and then we land ourselves back in bed. So, again, for attitude, um, being flexible in your thinking, that your body is a constant regenerative machine, stillness, laughter, time in nature every day. Um, that's how we enable our bodies to heal in addition to whatever health treatment we're getting. And then, of course, a really, really powerful thing that I'm sure most of us never consider about the necessity to focus on our energy field in order for the body to heal. All the, this is what the horse said, all the healing we do on humans and on each other is done on energy. We address the different layers of what you call the aura or energy field. We also clear the energy centers of your body. And as many people know, those are our chakras. The horses then replace constricted energy and energy blocks with lots of high-frequency energy, also known as love. And here's the point. Humans do themselves a terrible disservice by ignoring their energy field when healing. They do not know that it can fracture or suffer holes if the human body is invaded by injury, illness, or surgical procedures. And then they wonder why, long after an operation, they have not fully healed. It will benefit humans humans to learn how to clear their own fields or work with a good energy healer to assist on the pathway of regeneration and healing. So, Claudia, I believe that is what you were referring to. Yeah. Yeah. It's something we never think about. And I know so many people many years after a surgery that are still in pain. And, yeah, we say it's scar tissue. But, again, if everything begins in first and we don't feel the dissonance or the holes in the energy field, then the tissues don't heal. Um, and most of us don't look at it that way. We just don't understand why we haven't healed after surgery. So, you know, then I just have one more from a lion because, you know, when we're trying to find answers to our own healing, we grab for quite often. We go for medications. We go for very intense stuff without ever considering other things first that might work. So here's some info from a lion. The human physical body has a slow, dense resonance, making you believe that you need very strong medicine. But most of you do not try healing with nature first before running to human-made preparations that can have ill effects. We suggest you consider what we do. We know to stop eating to release poisons from the body. We understand the importance of pure water, and we find another source of ours becomes unclean. We use the power of sunshine and sleep to bring us back to balance and enable rest and healing. And we put our paws upon the earth to receive her healing energy. A lot of people have heard about grounding, about walking barefoot. This is exactly what, and the importance of it, this is what the lion is referring to since there's such healing negative ions coming from Mother Earth. He continued, Humans know about healing plants, which are very powerful, but they need to stick to natural amounts and not over-concentrate. Nature already knows the best proportions for healing. I thought that and concentrates and pins. And no one ever suggested that that might be an uh, inappropriate concentration. And he said there are also cycles of the moon that are most auspicious for healing, and we make sure to connect with the moon's energy then. And very similar to 
what the elephant said. Most of all, if humans understood the importance of patience in the healing process, they wouldn't force their bodies so hard, which can backfire. You must see the lesson in the healing journey, as we do. And that might be the most challenging part of all, to look in an open way at the circumstances of our challenge and what what inner strength we are becoming aware of, um, what was not serving us that could have contributed to the situation in the first place. You know, we put ourselves in a really compromised situation about something we ingested, put in our bodies, a treatment, whatever it was, um, a way of thinking, self-limiting way of thinking, uh, being dominated by fear, which can crush your body, especially over time. Um, so that's, those are the lessons and the awarenesses that the animals know can really come from our healing experience if we look at it in an objective way. And, you know, I know I've covered a, a whole lot of things that are so easy to rattle off, but I just want to put it out to your listeners that if you would like the the transcript from everything I've discussed, please feel free to email me um, at Sandra at S. Mendelson, M-E-N-D-E-L-S-O-N dot com, and I will happily uh, send you this script for, for easy reference because, you know, the animals live quite differently than we do, and it takes some repetition and practice to to embrace different different perspectives, ways of being that can really help us. Um, I don't expect anybody to retain everything that I've just shared. Yes, and they can also always replay this interview for free and send it to everyone that that they know because this is good information. Well, this is such a wonderful show. And, um, you know, yeah, I've I've talked to many of your guests and – this is just a wellspring of knowledge, healing, and inspiration, and love, and and that is what's healing our planet. And so I thank you, Claudia, for making this space um, for us to come back. No, yeah. So we, because we have to understand that more than ever, we all need to pay attention to energy and to listen. Not, not only animals, there's plants and the planet and the waters and we can get messages from so many areas of expertise mm. in these matters don't you think i couldn't agree more so people are now tuning into animals plants uh they may start out with one-liners and they're they're trusting their intuition that is what this awakening a good part of this awakening is about we are infinitely more powerful than we know we we all have clear you know, whether we feel it, that instant knowing, we see images, we sense it in our body, we hear words in our head. Um, yeah, plants are plants, animals, uh, light beings, people are really uh, opening up right now. And it's, it's so beautiful to see this is, this is what we're here for. Yeah, and, and, you know, always look for answers. Always look for messages like, like today's. There are, whenever we have a, um, a thought process that has just come from spirit and we wonder, is it true, is it not, should I believe, should I follow what, just wait and listen. You're going to have confirmation in many areas of your life of what you have just received is truth. And many times it will come from the from the um, from some place that you could not even imagine it would. So mm-hmm. a smile, a little note that you find, a animal that comes and tells you exactly that what you were thinking of, a poem, a song, there's so many messages there for us. Oh that's that's so beautifully put. And, and you know, Lori Ladd talks about this, and she said, if you hear in your head, don't do this, or you got to do that, it's ego. It, when it's spirit, or should I say, when it's your higher self, 
it's always like, you can do it. It doesn't tell you what <laughs> to do. It's an encouraging, oh, wow, you curious about that? You know, you could do that. Um, so it's always positive when it comes from a higher source. It may yeah, not tell you exactly what to do, but it's really, uh, it's encouraging and, and attractive. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, that kind of thing. <laughs> I know. So, Sandra, I'm looking forward for our next conversation on June 10. So, um, we're going to put it out there and we invite everybody that is listening today. And tell us a little snippet. Why do we want to listen to that conversation? Oh, my goodness. Um, I, I found it really fascinating that I, when I wanted to know, I was holding in my consciousness how the animal experience, quote, the aging process. And I could not believe how many different species came through with such <laughs> complementary yet different messages because humans are completely upside down about how we view aging. What animals have to show us is, it's, it's my favorite, I have to say, of, of all the topics. It, it takes a, it's the largest topic in my new book, um, the book two, We Walk Beside You, Animal Insights for Everyday Living. It, because these are things we we didn't consider, maybe a little one, a sentence here or there. And it's an entirely different reorientation, what prizes really are. Um, it, it, I don't want to give it away, but I mean, everything from rhinos to zebras and birds and elephants and, of course, horses and, and just, um, you know, incredible insights to help us read review uh, and re-experience things as we move through time. And it can be wonderful. I mean, it's obvious. There are things you experience as you get older that you couldn't when you were making your mark on the world, when you were younger, when you were just still trying to figure things out from the most basic level. So, yes, I think you'll find it really, oh, a goat. Oh, my God, there's so many. <laughs> um, I'm, very much, I'm very much looking forward to sharing that with everybody. Yeah, and if, if people are listening to this, if like me or anyone uh, that has gone through any loss, when when I lost my mother and my pet, those are my two most um, great griefs that, that I have had. It also made me aware of the um, aging process. And I I thought back then, and I said, gee, I am not prepared for this. I have not studied anything or been received any messages on aging, on the afterlife, on grief, on all of those things. So thank you, Sandra Mendoza, for listening to that and for sharing that information. I can't wait for that. And I, all of this is going to change our minds in a way we cannot imagine. So thank you again. And for, with that, we're going to end today's show. But is there anything else that you want to say before we say goodbye? Um, just if anyone wants to reach me, uh, they can always do so on my website at smendelson.com. There are, oh my goodness, well over 100 additional channelings if they want to read those for free at the blog. Um, I post every day on Facebook because the animals have come considerably more since, you know, a given book comes out. <laughs> it takes a long time <laughs> to publish the book, but the animals still have more. So, um, you know, standard.l.mendelson or uh, We Walk Beside You. Those are my two pages on Facebook where they can always just enjoy what the animals have to share with us on a daily basis. So, um, yeah, books, message cards, it's just lots of stuff for for people to uh, move through life with more ease and understanding and hopefully some joy. So, yeah. there you and go. They, everyone that wants to buy your book, they can either buy it at your website or Amazon, correct? Well, it's actually, um, my, my first book especially is on a lot of sites now. So if you just Google uh, Sandra Mendelson, We Walk Beside You, if you, you know, there are some people that don't shop on Amazon. I know the book's on Barnes & Noble, but there's a, many, many sites across the globe, I've found out, <laughs> where the book is available mm -hmm. in different countries. So um, Amazon is a good place to start. Barnes & Noble, certainly in the U.S. Um, 
but if you Google, or sorry, if you search, not just Google, uh, Sandra Mendelson, We Walk Beside You, uh, there's many options. You can even find them used and, and things like that. So thank you for asking about that. You're welcome. And Sandra, do you know if, if your book has been translated to other languages? I don't think so. I, I see that, you know, it's selling, it's continuing to sell. It's been almost five years now, um, which is very inspiring in, in a lot of other countries. But I'm sure that in those countries, people speak English. Um, and so they're reading the English version. Yeah. Um, there's more ahead. I don't, I can't really say what might be coming down the pike in terms of that, but <laughs> you know, everyone's mm -hmm. like, Oh, you got to do an audible. You have to do this. Well, we'll see. You know, the most important thing is just to get the messages out there for people in some form. Um, so I always post on LinkedIn and, and Facebook and, uh, Insta, Instagram. Um, but there's lots more ahead. I, I don't know what comes next. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for that. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Continue having a beautiful Sunday. And we will see you back on June 10 with Sandra the Mendelssohn and every Friday with all of the other hosts. Goodbye. <laughs>